You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Red Legs Radio, the climate, air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Hey there, Red and Blue Army. Thank you for tuning in to Red Legs Radio, brought to you by Paradise Motors Mazda and Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Round 17 in front of us tomorrow night. We're hosting the Doggies and the Legs, my friends, are on a bit of a roll. Made a mess of the double blues at Peter Motley Oval last week. And, of course, a win against Centrals tomorrow night ensures our spot in the final five. We've got a huge show going on tonight, a massive special guest, so much to discuss. Joining me, as always... The SEN corporate climber, Miles Fitzner, and the coolest kid in Sandful Media, Geordie Pake. Geordie, I'll start with you. What a win over the doublers. It was great. Like, despite having a two-goal second quarter, it was an awesome game. We were dominant all over the field. I can't not complain, can I? No, no, no. We're going to have very difficult to find a Pake bake out of you a little bit yeah. later on this evening. Miles, the second and third quarters, I thought, were just outstanding. Uh, they were. Set the tone early by Matty Nutton. Obviously, his mm. first half was outstanding, then finished off with probably Lewis Johnson's best game of the season, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, he was very impressive. I really loved our defensive action, guys. They just they just could not find a way to goal Sturt until the final term when they were kicking with the wind and the game was cooked. Very good defensively. No coincidence, Bodie back in the side mm. and uh, sort of steadies that ship. He's the general back there with all that direction. So defensively, very, very good. Um, something to come up in the team shortly about the forward line too. A few changes, I think, this week. Okay, well, always enjoy your insight. I've got to give a special mention to Joshy Richards, who I thought was just wonderful yet again. His tackling and defensive pressure. He's a fairly slight kid. I mean, we know he's only young and he's going yeah. to grow and develop, uh, uh, spend a bit more time in the weights room. But um, A lot of time in the weights room. He, he need, he's got a bit to do. He, he, he's not the Adonis that I am, of course, but <laughs> he, he is absolutely 100%. He just puts his body on the line with his tackling. Yeah, no, he does. And it's awesome to see a young kid come in who just wants to be like a huge attacking defenseman. He's not huge, but, you know, huge with the attack. He's the smallest guy on the ground, nine yeah. tackles, and the most on the ground. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if that's what any, that's why he's picked. Yep. Um, awesome. And that's where you're probably a guy like Buckham, who's kicking three and having 22 in the twos. Yeah, interesting for story. To, for him to come in, Josh, he's got to have a bad game. Yeah. And he just hasn't since he's come in. Yeah, no. Nah, he's he's probably been game. better than your boy. It's going to be tough to argue with, I'm afraid. I reckon in, since he's come in, I reckon he's probably... Zach had a very good start to the year, but yeah. he's been better than your boys and, since. And that doesn't mean Zach's been bad. I think Zach no, Richards Zach's has been, been a, a really good contributor, but Josh Richards has really impressed me, in particular in the last six weeks. Hey, Dom Barry, best game for the club? Yeah, absolutely. Like, he just stepped up and played the way we've wanted him to play all season since we got him over to Norwood, and it was 
awesome to watch. He probably would have kicked goal of the year there. And Jordy and I yes. spoke about it after the game. He they had a, a kick out from um, a behind. Mm-hmm. There was a soccer out. He socketed on a half back out into the centre of the ground, picked up by another player, received a handball, then ran into 15 goal, went magic. coast to coast. Probably the best goal I've seen this year. Uh, Barossa boy of the week, Miles. Lewis Johnston for mine. Um, I caught up with him in the rooms. And let's have a listen to what he had to say now. Lewis, uh, thanks for joining us, Redlegs Radio. Good win. Um, mate, racked a few, kicked a couple of goals, one or two. Um, how'd you find it? Yeah, no, it was a good game. It was pretty contested early, um, but I think our midfield with uh, Panos, Grig, Nunn and, and Balderstone got on top, and um, yeah, we had a really good second half, and we just broke the game open. Nunny flicked you a little cheapy one out here to dob from outside 50, come off the boot all right? Yeah, I don't have to come off the boot very well, but yeah, Nunny knows he can only kick about 30 to 40 metres, so um, it's team first. <laughs> Mate, a bit of a momentum builder coming into the like, last couple of games and into finals? Yeah, definitely. Well, I suppose we had that little form slump about four weeks ago, so got all our players back now. We're playing good footy. You know, it's, it's a good way to go into to September in, in good form. Is that one of the better wins here at Unley Oval? Last year was pretty good, to be honest. So yeah, I think that was probably a more consistent win, I suppose. Like All four quarters we played pretty well. Last year was sort of that, just that last quarter. But no, it was, it was a great win. See you Friday night at uh, Cooper's. Sounds good. I'll see you there. So there you are. Lewis Johnson, uh, a wonderful game last week, and he wins the Barossa Boy Wines Boy of the Week Award. Very, very impressive indeed. Just one very quickly, I'll probably ask you, Miles. Jace Bode, I saw he spent a little bit of time on the bench during the game. Is he okay? He is okay. Just had to go back. The jab he had initially wore off. They went down and to give him another one, but they actually whacked it. Um, they tried to do it through the tape. and uh, So then he had to go and have another one again. So he had the three, um, but uh, he's okay. They just uh, they mucked one up there. You are one of the all-time greats. You, wow. the, the ultimate source of information, that corporate climber, Miles Fitzner. Geordie Pake, yes. you have a particularly important job as well because each and every week you give us the teams, and that is thanks to Cooper's Brewery. I do. I do have the teams... Um, um, let's start with 50 Gamer down back. You've got Brad McKenzie. That's awesome. That's flown by him getting to 50. Uh, then you've got Alex Giorgio, Zachy Richards, who is having a great season. We will give him a pat on the back for you. <laughs> we're, we're crawling back to Zachy now, aren't we? We are. <laughs> we, we give are. Joshy a big a big bouquet. So, oh, Zach, we like you too, brother. Look, I don't want to start. He's a, got his own segment. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. We need Battle of the Chards to start on this show. <laughs> Uh, halfbacks, you got Wilkins, Talia, Hamilton. Centres, you've got um, Smarty, who's great having him back for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Noss and Dom Barry, I'm really hoping he can carry that momentum of last week's game through to tomorrow night. Um, you got the other chard in the half forwards. You got Shentz, Wilson, he also had a great game last uh, Sunday too. Mm-hmm. Forwards, you got Bamps, Johnston, again, wanting more form from him because that was great to watch him just click on and get it done last week. Griggy, and then followers, my boy for 2019, Sammy Balderstone, Cole Gerloff, uh, Dill Stevens. You got N- Matty Nunn, Brady Dorr, Jace Bode, Kantahini, and Sam Buckin on the interchange. Buckin could play his first game for the club if selected, but Miles, you probably know more. A couple of big ins there. Yeah, so Tahini obviously was out with the intercol. Yep. Had a yep. chat to him. He got someone ran out and need him straight away in the intercol off the me? off the ball to give him a cork. It yeah, and knocked him right around. He he got he got targeted. So this was and he rock, played back. rock Ross Trevor versus Sacred, Sacred Heart. Heart. Yep, someone ran off and, and got him pretty early. Do we and, have a uh, name? 
Nah, no, I don't. Are we going to out a young 16-year-old nah, no, 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 no. kid? But he got one. Um, we need to. He's, <laughs> he's been called up. He's actually all right. He had a bit of a sore knee earlier, as we know. Um, I'd expect I might, there might be one of those taller uh, players on the bench um, to not play in Brady Door and Tahini to come in. Buckham will remain the emergency, and so the bench will be uh, Nunn, Bode, and Tahini. So uh, Buckham unlikely to play Buckham, unless there's something goes wrong with, he's, in the next 24 hours. Yeah, he's a genuine emergency because he's going to come in for the player like Joshy Richards um, or, you know, the winger half forwarders. That's where Buckham's going to fit in. So you can see there they've picked two forwards. Um, they've got an on-ball rotation and a back rotation. So you can just, if you look at the team, it adds up yeah. that either Tahini or Dora are going to play and um, uh, Bowden none will play. And then you've just got Buckham subbing in as a genuine emerge. Hard team to make at the moment. Yeah, which is awesome. To be in this predicament, to well, like have who's going to come in, who's in the best form. Well, you think about a bloke of like Crawford, who's yeah, is, there's a, a bit of talk though. around that Crawford's getting AFL interest. Exactly, and he can't crack, get a and he can't get a look in. Um, so a bit of talk like that, I wouldn't be surprised. You heard it here first that if he's not even at Redlegs next year. Hey, here's a yeah. question for you, just uh, on Crawford. We know he's going well. We know that uh, you could probably give Boulders a bit of a chop out if we win this weekend, next weekend against West Adelaide. Do you yeah. think that might be a good opportunity to give Boulders a, a week off and bring Crawford up? I'd say good luck. Boulders would say there's he won't. no way. I was going to say, won't. Sammy's yeah. going to just smack Crawford across the face. And that's where that's I'm happened. thinking that, that if there is an injury to Dor and he misses this week, they're probably going to rest him next week. Mm. And then if Tahini kicks some goals or whatever, there could be an interesting selection come finals because they're picking people for spots. Boat had to prove fitness to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, Dora will have to prove that he's right too. So Right. Well, we're going to keep moving on because we've got our paradise poser and the reason why we need to get through this pretty quickly because the other side of the break, and I am very excited, I'm looking at your face, Geordie Pake. You are particularly Don't. excited as well. Our guest is... Simon Black, the 2002 Brownlow medalist. He will be here in the studio in a couple of minutes from now oh, on the other I'm side of the park. He's so. not here yet. I can't see him. <laughs> How exciting is that? Uh, Paradise uh, Poser, of course, uh, at 1629SENSA is the Twitter handle. We asked a very simple question last night on Twitter. Who is the club's toughest player? Current player. We probably didn't quite emphasise that enough because there was a couple, a little bit of confusion on Twitter this <laughs> afternoon, but that's okay. Uh, now, I picked up the results uh, earlier this afternoon. These may have moved a little bit. Jace Bodie, we had uh, 26% of the vote. Maddie Nunn, 13%. Mitchie Grigg, 43%. The Grigary boy. And then other 18. We had a couple of... Uh, Shents was listed. Stewie Bowne was listed. Oh, He's a fireman with me. <laughs> uh, I reckon Stewie must have tweeted that himself, mustn't he? And, of course, there's a lot of mentions of Macca, the great Gary McIntosh. Oh, who we know was one of the toughest of all time in his day. Geordie Pake, I'll start with you. Who do you think is right now the toughest player at the Norwood Footy Club? Right now it's Greg, but going back, for me, it's Brett Zorzi. Oh, and it's his day. birthday. It's his birthday it today. It is. Happy is that birthday, right? It's Zorba's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Miles? Uh, look, I'm gonna, if I went this year, I know I'm a little bit biased, but Bodie's probably played most of the year, like his shoulder, ankle, mm. whatnot. And if you look back over his career, it takes a bit of courage to go and whack a coach in a tunnel. Oh, oh that game gets <laughs> So, you know, I, I don't know whether that's classified as courageous or not, but I, I'd stick with Bodie. Look, Griggy's very good. He's not a bad snipe, and, and Nunny breaks the lines. You know, throw a blanket over those three, but can't go past a skip for mine. Can I just throw a, a left fielder in? Yeah. Nadge Allen. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she's a tough nut. Now, she is hard as a cat's head, that yeah. kid. Hannah Priest? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you're, yeah, my yeah, favourite. Talk about fangirls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You are a little, very big fangirl. There. <laughs> right, okay. So uh, we're going to uh, move on here. That is our Paradise Poser. We appreciate everyone uh, taking part. Thanks to Paradise Motors Mazda. We are going to go to a break on the other side. We are catching up with the 2002 Brownlow medalist. It's Miles Hookie and Geordie. You're listening to Red Leg Radio. Every Red Legs Radio for Climate Air Conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Welcome back to Red Leg Radio. You're with Hooky, Geordie and Miles. And going. we're going to go straight into shooting the breeze. Thank you to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar because a man with three AFL premierships, a Brownlow medal, three best and fairest, and a Norm Smith as well has joined us here in Adelaide to talk about the Norwood Football Club and what he is doing here. Simon Black, big welcome to Red Leg Radio. Great to have you on board. Uh, tell us a bit about the academy that you're running via the Norwood Footy Club. Yeah, thanks, Hooky. Thanks, guys, for having me. Um, yeah, we're based at uh, the great Norwood Football Club. Um, look, essentially, we are a football and education program uh, for school leaver age, age bracket. Uh, we've aligned the education piece. We've aligned with Torrens University, um, and we, we offer a diploma of sports development, which then uh, runs into a bachelor of business in sports management. Uh, look, I guess think of the American college system where uh, it's part sport and part education. So the, the AM part of the day is our athletic program. So we're on field um, on the great Norwood football ground uh, doing skills and drills. Um, we try to make our football program a bit of a tailored um, program in terms of positional play, where you play, how we design drills around trying to make you better at the positions you want to play on the field. Um, so that's our athletic side of the, the, the morning and obviously gym work and pool work and recovery and so forth as well around that. Um, and we, our afternoon part of the day is our classroom side where our guys do that um, diploma of sports development which then runs into the um, Bachelor of Business through Torrens University. So um, look, it's been a fantastic first year at Norwood Footy Club. Um, James Fantasia and Dale Fleming and, and we've been lucky to have Jared Cotton, the obviously the head coach to help out um, with our students for some of the coaching um, along with Jason Paul Pleasure so it's been a really fantastic initiative and I've really enjoyed it Awesome, so do you have any really big success stories or kids that have come in that have blown your mind through the academy system? Yeah, look, we, so we've had programs in, um, or have programs in Melbourne, Brisbane um, and Perth as well and mm-hmm. uh, we're lucky to have uh, Tom Murphy drafted to North Melbourne uh, um, a couple of years ago now, yep. um, so we, we have had some I guess young top end talent um, but largely uh, a lot of our um, young males and females um, are uh, community level players. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we do have some, uh, some some young student athletes, as we call them, that are um, the game, they're quite new to the game and inexperienced, but we do have a, a sprinkling of some pretty good, capable players as well. So how we tailor our training needs to be well thought through, but we have some great um, coaches. We have uh, our Sam Elliott is our, our head coach and, uh, and, and also our tutor um, from the education piece within the program and, and assisted by Jared Cotton and, uh, and also J- um, Jason Paul Pleasure. Awesome. Blackie, to jump off the academy for a second, talk about the Lions. Obviously, up and about, <laughs> second on the ladder. My mate Lockie Neal absolutely steering the ship up there. How exciting is it for you to see them on the march um, back where it was, obviously, in the 2000s when you strung three in a row? How exciting is that for Brisbane and for you as a, as a past premiership player? Oh, Miles, fantastic. I mean, it's, it's been a long 15, 16 years, hasn't it? I mean, 2004... Uh, was our, uh, our last, um, you know, obviously lost to Port Adelaide in that grand final, but we've only played finals once since then. So it's been a tough, tough period. Um, but it goes to show, you know, uh, uh, Chris Fagan and David Noble have done a great job um, really galvanising the footy club, um, been able to retain uh, a lot of that to- young top-end talent that we've had. 
the nature of the game. You get obviously some top end talent when you finish down the the bottom of the ladder through the draft, and um, we kept losing them. So it's been fantastic to be able to keep them. I, I don't know about you guys, but I reckon they're just playing a great brand of footy. You know, it's fast paced. It's um, yeah, I agree. Mm. How about the two games this weekend? So Richmond West Coast, but Geelong and Brisbane. What a game that's going Ooh, to against be! Against my cutters. Oh. I know. I'm nervous. Brisbane actually <laughs> made me nervous against my Geelong. One little quick one from me, Black, and I'll pass you back to Hooky. Um, Acker. Tell us, we still catch up with Akka, talk to Akka, still fit in, play a bit of golf with him maybe where he's allowed to play or what do you, t- <laughs> what do you tell us something about Akka? <laughs> well, here he's, uh, he's been living in Albury, I think, in the last few years. He's moving back to Brisbane, I hear. So I'm sure I'll probably get a call for him for a, a game of golf, but I'll be declining that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat him. Well, I don't reckon he'd listen money. to Redlegs Radio Acker, I don't reckon, <laughs> but anyway. What's it, is it uh, really? Like, he was a super talent at the time. He was a freak show, wasn't he? He was incredible, wasn't he? Yeah. He, we had a good little relationship. It seemed to be every time I'd get the ball in my hands, he'd be there for a fly-by handball screaming my name out. So <laughs> he was very good at that, but um, beautifully skilled. I mean, I think probably the best player, uh, and I'll say it in the history of the game, uh, on his non-dominant foot, uh, his, his left foot was incredible, banging it through from... 55 metres um, was amazing. So, yeah, real character. Um, personally, you know, I'll, I'll get on fine with Acker. Um, he obviously annoyed uh, us back in the day and annoyed Lee Matthews. If you annoyed Lee, you go and have coffee with him. And him, Lee, him and Lee drank a lot. Had a lot of coffees. <laughs> you um, uh, you cut your teeth as a Brisbane man, but we know you grew up in Perth. Uh, how important is the State League to you? You're, as a, a waffle lad growing up, and uh, you know we're very passionate about our State League here. What does it mean to you? Oh, absolutely, Hugo. I mean, I, I know that how South Australians love their their state footy. Um, and, and for me, East Fremantle was my breeding ground. Um, I, I'm so fortunate that I had a great, um, or East Fremantle Football Club had a great development pathway. Um, and in, in that era, there was some, I guess from, or really from Ben Cousins, who was a couple of years before me to um, a couple of years after me, Josh Carr, who was obviously um, Port Adelaide Premiership player, still here coaching. Um, there was probably a dozen or 15 of us that got drafted in this sort of era. And, and a lot of it was derived from the, 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 um, the great development program that East Fremantle Sharks had so um, I look back so fondly on my days at the Sharkies over there and um, they're a proud club uh, and um, they haven't had much success for a while unfortunately but yeah very much so state footy is critical. Simon so great that we could get just a little piece of your time we know you're a busy man we are going to let you go thank you so much for joining us and all the best with the academy hopefully that the relationship between your academy and the Norwood Football Club is very successful for years to come. Oh good on you hooky thanks guys appreciate you having me on. That's Simon Black the 2002 Brownlow medalist joining yes that's right was joining us we just had a little bit of a funny glitch with the audio there but uh, Simon Black makes his way out of the studio what a ripper Geordie great to catch up with him wasn't it was it not oh yeah no it was and such a humble guy for such a successful football player let's move on to the big match preview thanks to Violia tomorrow night 7 20 p.m Cooper Stadium the Norwood Footy Club take on Central District just before we get into this mm. guys Roy Laird will coach his last game at the parade. Uh, he's been an absolute oh, institution wow. of South Australian football. 17 seasons, seven flags uh, in the uh, company of John Cale, Jack Odie, Foss Williams. Uh, so I just want to say from us here at Red Legs Radio, congratulations, Roy, mm. a true great of the South Australian National Football League. Uh, just, Miles? just on that, to the supporters that are there, when he goes off the ground, exactly. give, give him a clap, oh, yeah. give him a clap and, and, and yell something out because yep. he's, a, he's a great of the SANFL. So, so look after him. Yep.
and make sure you give him a clap. Yep, definitely some right, respect. Yeah, yeah. I know a few barbs are renowned for the boys from the Western Stand, but I just hope you're good enough people to congratulate Roy. He's been an absolute wonder. He's made the competition a mm-hmm. better place. So uh, well, congratulations from all of us at Red Legs Radio to Roy Laird on an outstanding career. Uh, big game tomorrow night, guys. Uh, we beat them in round two out at Elizabeth, the ex-convenience oval, I think it's known as these days, by three points. Yep. They've actually won three of their last four at Cooper Stadium, uh, the Doggies, so they are a bit of a threat. Geordie Pike, what do you think? Of course I think we're, we've got it. We're a little bit like Rose Tattoo. We can't be beaten at the moment. Um, <laughs> and, uh, see, I tell uh, you, the uh, musical she's, tribute. She's on fire tonight. Yeah, I'm, when we're winning, I'm really happy. Not sure if anyone's noticed. She's on. Um, but no, I genuinely think we've got the gusto to get it done. It's Friday night. It's our home ground. Fridays at Norwood are just magic, and I think we're going to smash the doggies. Miles Fitzner? Uh, look, you know, the Schiller brothers are in good nick, 29 and 25 apiece. They lost to South, um, and I think we uh, we handled South pretty well. We're probably going too strong. They know their season's over. You know, this could be another 40 or 50-point win, I would have thought, by the Red Legs. They do have an issue where they get e- easy goals kicked against them. Uh, the Dogs, uh, 61% accuracy, a- accuracy against them. It just means that they give up easy goals and they can be broken down in defence. They're the number 10 team for inside 50s. They're efficient when they get it in, but they do have trouble getting the ball inside forward 50. Their uh, possession differential is number 10 in the league, the worst in the league, uh, and they're the worst first quarter team in the league. They've gone 1-14-1 and one in first quarter. So I think if Nord can get a break on them early, that's going to be going to go a long way it'll, to win It'll the be soul-destroying early. If they're up, Nord are up by five or six goals, look out. The floodgates will open. Then they don't two-way run, and you get, they get goals kicked against them in transition footy. So yep. we're tipping Norwood. Oh, yeah, Tim and Nord. Yeah, Nord by 40 points. Yep, yeah, Nord, I think they're going to win this pretty comfortably by about six or seven goals. Time for a very new segment just yeah, to replace you. You're T- taking over. I stuck you on the bench so for happy. one week because now it's time for The Hook Cook. <laughs> you stole my music, too. We need a sponsor for that. Gasworks. It's a solar cook. Climate air and solar cook. Yeah. <laughs> Now, this is my own opinion, not necessarily that of the Norwood Football Club, but I need to point out Disclaimer. the limp lettuce that is the SANFL Tribunal. Here are some stats from 2019. To date, there have been 32 players found guilty of an offence in Sandville footy, two of them twice. Just 10 of those 32 were suspended, issued a total of 15 games. Now, here's the kicker. Of those 32, 30 took an early guilty plea. 30 of 32, only Chris Schmidt, who was sent straight to the tribunal for serious misconduct, he ended up with a $200 fine. Darcy Fogarty chose to have his one-game ban referred. He got a $200 fine. So the other 30 blokes from the 32 reports knew they were guilty and decided a penalty was a snip. Now, I'll compare this to Div 1 of the Adelaide Footy League. 15 15 games of suspensions have been dished out in Adelaide Footy League as well. That's from six guilty findings, and there's been three extra games added as an extra threat, suspended fines. So why do you reckon six went up in the Adelaide Footy League and 32 in the SNFL? Well, I'd suggest that it's a serious threat of missing footy, just isn't anywhere near as vigorous at league level. In fact, in the Adelaide Footy League, your club can get booted from the league. Yes, there's fines. It is something of a deterrent, and I don't expect the SNFL to be complete toe cutters, but with a burgeoning women's league... And a desire to embrace players of minority communities, surely it's incumbent upon the most visible league to take a strong stance on player violence. White hot is cooking. The hook oh. is cooking. Right, guys, uh, very quickly, let's talk about tomorrow night. You are calling the game for SEN. I'm calling the game with SEN. Lyndon Dunn and Chris Kendall at 7 o'clock at Coopers. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a great game. Where cricket's up very shortly, so don't go away. Come on, the Aussies. Looking forward to tomorrow night. 
uh, massive game for Australia tonight. Massive game for Norwood tomorrow night. We'll see you all there at the footy. Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au now.